Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Guadamariga has been wowing fans and teams and drivers for 60 years or thereabouts, a little bit more than that. And the four-mile circuit is one of the real jewels in the crown of North American racing. And it's racing that we go to now as we bring out the prestigious and really quite glorious-sounding Porsches for their race here live on IMSA Radio. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. And now for the famous words drivers, start your engines. And we get the chance to do the rundown of the grid as well. And Greg Kramer, that's twice I've done that now today. I'm very excited by that. Well, you're the VIP. Apparently, I am. (laughs) I get goosebumps every time we do that. Uh, It's round nine of the... Here at the Continental Tire Road Race Showcase of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama. And Greg has the rundown of the grid. And we're going to start with the big story that's developing here. At the very back of the field, your point leader, who in qualifying put down the second quickest lap at a 2 minute 13.304. In post-qualifying tech, the car was marginally underweight. Rules are rules. The qualifying time taken away. So Elliott Skier for Bright Motorsports will be starting at the back of the field. He is your point leader. And uh, this is a huge development because the guy who's chasing him in the points, Jesse Lazar for Kelly Moss, sits on the pole at a 213-168. So this could be a huge swing for Jesse Lazar. Starting second will be the number 26, the NGT Motorsport Porsche of Lucas Catania, having his best qualifying effort ever in this series. Third, 0-5 in the JDX Hertz Porsche, Angel Benitez Jr. continuing the form he showed as he showed up in this championship at the Watkins Glen rounds as he swept them, of course, a very experienced driver in this category. Another great star he starts in the fourth spot, the number 19 of Will Hardeman, uh, driving for Morris Speed, the driver who never had raced anything at all of any type uh, until he did a couple of track days at Circuit of the Americas uh, late last year and ends up now being one of the faster drivers in this championship. A great story. As is the one in fifth in the number 47 Trianon Hotel's fall line Porsche, Andrew Long, who just recently won his class at the prestigious June Sprints here. Back in the top five in this one. In the sixth spot, it is Casey Coleman. He is the fastest of the Masters driver in the 15 Cool Sport Wright Motorsports Porsche. His teammate starts seventh to 16 of New Yorker Michael Schein. In the eighth spot, the number 60 in the Tourism Mexico entry of Santiago Creel, also for Wright Motorsports. And in the ninth spot, the double zero, second in the Masters category of Jay Patel in the Platinum class. And tenth overall, your pole sitter, in the gold category and in Masters gold for that matter, 
Jeff Mosing, who's had a very busy day today, he set a new track record in qualifying as well in a 2 minute 15.230 second lap in his Mosing Motorcar 01. 11th overall, 10th in Platinum, the number 40 of Charlie Putman, another Masters driver. 12th overall, 2nd in Gold, David Ducote. Uh, doing a great job for Kelly Moss at his number six. He's also a Masters driver. 13th overall, 11th in the Platinum, the number 56, a Masters driver, Dave Baker. 12th in the Platinum class, the number 18 of John Getz, a Masters driver. 13th, the number 52, Masters driver, Kurt Fizakis. In the 14th spot, number 74, Masters driver, Wild Bill Palachewski. 17th overall, third in the gold is the number 24 NGT Motorsports Porsche of Joe Catania. Then in the 18th spot, 15th in platinum, the 89 of Oscar Arroyo. He's a Masters driver. Then fourth in the Gold Cup, 19th overall, the number 22, the very experienced Mark Yano in his circuit racing NGT machine. Fifth in the Gold Cup class, runs 20th overall, the 70 of Wayne Ducote. He is the father of David Ducote. Uh, then 21st overall, 16th in platinum, the 65 of Frank Seldorf, a Masters driver. 22nd overall, 6th in gold, is Dore Chaponic as he makes his debut, his first race in this championship in the number 79 machine from Ansa Motorsports. And the 23rd overall spot, the number 11 of Dan Whalen, one of our Masters drivers. He sits 17th in platinum. And then, as I said, point leader Elliot Skier, who's got a very long day ahead of him. And it's going to be interesting to see here because, remember, your two fastest laps in the first qualifying session, the fastest laps established where you start race one of the doubleheader weekend, your second fastest lap, race two. If he was underweight in qualifying, he was underweight for both is how I'd read that rule. The other option you have, if your race lap in the first race of the doubleheader is quicker than your second best qualifying lap, I know it's a little confusing, but if you have a better race lap, that is where you will then be slotted into your starting position. So I think for Elliott Skier, one in this race, he's got to get as far to the front as he can to, to minimize the bleeding of points that he's going to have probably to Jesse Lazar. And he needs to throw in a very fast lap to put him in a solid place for round 10 tomorrow. But, John, it is time for us to get round 9 underway. Since you gave him the command, take us in to the green. A brilliant sight with this field of Porsche GT3 Cup cars. 45 minutes on the clock. Round 9 of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama is under green flag conditions. And your pole sitter, Jesse Lazar, gets a really good jump in the Kelly Moss Racing Car. Lucas Catania for NGT in the middle now of three as they go three abreast and down the inside. Angel Benitez Jr. somehow manages to keep the black car on the road and I'm not entirely certain how the JDX car didn't spear off at a tangent there. Greg, that was an extraordinary start by the young man Angel Benitez Jr. from the second row of the grid. Well, as he knifed down underneath the back end of that car started dancing around as he got on the brakes yet somehow, you're right, he held into it, held onto it, but his starts this year have been spectacular. Remember at the Glen, started second in both of them, led by the time they got out of the first turn. Oh, and a big move here by Andrew Long, trying to get down underneath the 26 of Catania. Catania gave him room, and Long, to his credit, gave him room on the exit, Jeremy. He's got the inside up into six, and the third car tried to stuff it down into turn six. That's no way work. that was going to work, and Catania does the dance over the exit curbs, but hangs on to it. That was a great piece of driving just to save it who big moment for long and that was never going to work three <laughs> wide into turn number six. Who, who's been telling these guys that's going to happen meantime a spin for the number 11 kelly moss racing car that's jan whalen 
one of the masters class in the platinum and that very pretty green car has dropped way down there. Door Chapmanic, by the way, has come into the pit lane. Looked like he had some damage on the left-hand side of the car. Now, I'm just saying, Dan Whelan had damage on the right-hand side of the car. Maybe putting uh, two and two together and yeah. getting 9-11, but who knows? Jesse Lazar, then, from the rest of the field. Lazar, fantastic start. And Benitez Jr. has pulled into second, then, and everyone else has slowed themselves up. Canada corner for the first time with Andrew Long up into third position and that is a really strong drive for him early on as we come to complete the first lap here at Roda Murray. Well, exactly. I think Benitez, when he made that move on young Lucas Catania, got Catania offline a little bit, and by the time, you know, I mean, that happened, and uh, then, of course, you had that third move. That was Will Hardiman, who for a moment entertained going three wide into six, and that got Catania off again, and Andrew Long absolutely brilliant in his opportunistic move and jumped around and picked up third. But now here comes Will Hardiman. They are side by each down this front straight, and Lucas Catania for a minute thinks about going three wide down into one but that move he popped out at the perfect time Jeremy uh, excuse me John and was able to knife underneath and get that spot back but now Andrew Long hard on the brakes down into three the car got all crossed up under braking somehow he kept it underneath him and they're still side by side at the exit of three <sighs> take a oh. deep breath everybody <laughs> Please, get the, get the nice plinky-plonky music on, playing through your headsets. The guys at the head of the field, Lazar and Benitez Jr., are down and gone. And it's a decent run as well for Will Hardiman, who's managed to break away from that group, that gaggle, that scrap, that street fight that's going on behind him. Will Hardiman then getting away just a little bit. Andrew Long's been re-taken into that pack, sort of reabsorbed into the pack as uh, Dan Wayland has made it back into the pit lane, by the way. But the lead battle now just be beginning to get a bit interesting as the 21 car of Jesse Lazar, the Kelly Moss Racing Machine, has the JDX 05 of Angel Benitez Jr. Now, we've seen Angel in the past, and particularly at places like uh, Canadian Time Motorsport Park, where he's been able to drag up to people, but he's sometimes a little impatient and sometimes wants to get to the back of the car ahead a little too early. There's still more than 41 minutes left here, Greg. Well, and, you know, we talked all along at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park about tire management, having tires underneath the car to the end of the race. These two guys, Lazar and Benitez, I've been watching them coming through turn seven, for instance. They're pushing much harder than I would have thought, but I think it makes sense in this instance because you know the crews have been on the radio going, that group behind you, Long, Hardiman, Catania, are beating each other up. They're slowing each other down. They're dropping wheels. They're running wide hammer it right now and build up a nice lead and they've done that after two laps well i think that margin is going to be up to some five seconds potentially over the rest of the group here and i think that was it now those two guys lazar and benitez uh as they come by let's see yep the margin is yes almost exactly five seconds now they'll get into just racing conserving those tires a little bit being smooth but i think that was the crews telling them go get yourself a margin get clear of these guys behind you and it's down to you too right now and we're going to keep tracking elliot skier remember yeah. he started 24th after two laps he's 14th yeah and the good news for elliot is that the field is still packed together and therefore he, he is still able to pick people off He's in amongst uh, the back end of the platinum field. In fact, he's already into the, about the midfield of the platinum field, and he's got past most of the gold field. 
Uh, leading gold at the moment is Jeff Mosing. No surprise there if you regularly tune in for this particular championship. Jeff has uh, been outstanding in the championship this year. He's ninth overall uh, in the lead of that gold category in the 0-1 car. Uh, and it's David Ducote who is second in the gold category. Both of those guys uh, more than 40 years old. Therefore, with that life experience, they are classed uh, in the M4 Masters class. There is Jeff Mosing in the Mosing Motor Cars machine. That uh, livery is becoming a bit of a classic already. Uh, we see him in all of the cars that he drives in other series as well, keeping that same livery, which helps us, of course. But uh, it is quickly becoming a very impressive livery to see out on the circuit and normally means that he's at the sharp end of some kind of field. Yeah, and the interesting thing is David Ducote, I think, was uh, he had a win here last year and he's not too far behind Mosing and we'll see. Uh, you would think these two guys are going to get into a major scrap once again. They always seem to. And here we're watching on our monitors looking at Elliot Skier as he continues to fight his way up. He just got squeezed off track. Oh. What a save. That was fantastic, John. That could have been a huge wreck by Elliot, and he just stayed cool with it. Well, do you know one of the things that he did there, bizarrely, as he was being squeezed, he let the brakes off Greg because he had his left front Yokohama tyre on the grass. And as good as these Yokohamas are, they don't give you grip on the grass. They are meant to be on the asphalt. And he had to leave that let that braking off to get the control back of the car. He knew he was going to run wide on the corner, but better doing that than possibly losing control of the car completely and spinning further down the field. He still got 38 minutes, or the better part of it, to fight his way through. Better to give that battle up and win the war later on in the day. Well, absolutely, and I think you know he's he's going to lose some points this of uh, this race because of what happened. It's just now you've got to be smart and just get as many as you can. And if you throw it away uh, with a move uh, and get forced off track like that, and you're right, you know, he had those left side tires hot now and no grip when they get onto the grass, the right side's on the track. If he'd have stayed in the brakes, that car was starting to slide, and he did the exactly right thing, got it straightened out. Then he got into that paved runoff, just hit the brakes hard, got it slowed, turned, and now he is going to be able to continue on and uh, continue that fight as he right now works his way out of turn five and makes that climb up through turn six. Jesse Lazar leads it by almost a second, just over eight tenths from Angel Benitez Jr. Their lap times last time around a 15-1 for Benitez Jr., but a 14-6 for Jesse Lazar. And he has just pressed the go pedal again a tiny little bit and has stretched that lead. And this is really good driving from Jesse Lazar. He has the ability to pace himself. He'll be being told by the Kelly Moss team exactly what's going on behind him because the gap between those two and the rest of the field is uh, over five seconds back to Will Hardiman. And then Lucas Catania is uh, another second or so further back from that. So... There is the, in fact, uh, Catani has closed down on Hardiman, hasn't he? Has, he? That was exactly. at the line. So all of a sudden, Andrew Long and Casey Kilman and Santiago Creel are coming back towards the back of Will Hardiman's car. And that third place, number 19 car, is going to have company pretty quickly. Oh, he absolutely is. Catania driving brilliantly. This has been sort of a breakout weekend for him. It's great to see uh, Dor Shaponik, by the way, back on track. But that car not right, and he's just staying out of the way, letting a lot of people mm. slide through here. It is still not 
on form here as we're watching this group. Here comes the 21 of Lazar, and he has indeed got that margin up to about a second over Benitez right now. That last lap, Lazar running a 13-5 wow. to Benitez is 14-1. And that was the fastest lap of the race last time around for Jesse Lazar, that 13-5. That is very impressive indeed to be able to just do it when he needs to. A very famous person once said, very wise words, it's always good to win a motor race in the slowest time possible. If you can pace yourself to what's going on behind, particularly in these relatively long races, Greg, you have to be able to think ahead to what your car's going to be like towards the end of the stint. It's no use going absolutely 100% early on and then having nothing to fight with at the end of the race. And these are relatively heavy cars, 45 minutes. What we're talking about here is if you compare this to endurance racing, Greg, this is, this is a Le Mans stint. Most of the guys yeah. at Le Mans now do about 45, 50 minutes between fuel stops. So you're talking about a single stint of Le Mans-style racing and therefore... The car is going to change between the beginning of the stint and the end. Absolutely. You burn fuel off. Uh, the bias changes. The balance changes. The tires. Uh, these Yokohamas are superb. This ENVR2 is an absolutely great tire. And the nice thing is if you push it too much, if you don't hurt it, but you just overheat it a little bit, you back off. When it comes back, it's really almost as good as it was right from the get-go. And uh, so you got to keep the management on it uh but you're right you know by the end of this if you push way too hard too early and there's just nothing left in the tires and again remember this track porsches have great brakes but this track eats brakes yeah and so you've got to just manage every component of the car on this track because you're flat throttle and then you're just brutally hard braking and then you go through those long arcing corners especially the carousel the kink those left side tires take a real pasting there's a lot that happens here that's a very smart manoeuvre there by, uh, that was the 14 car going through. And Dakota, I think. Yeah. yeah, very, very smart move indeed. So that was Elliot Skier taking a position, and I think he's back knocking on the door of the top ten when he comes through this time. And that has been a measured drive, and particularly when you've had a little scare, as he had earlier on down at Canada Corner, what, a couple of laps ago. And now great news for Elliot Skier. Because we've got a caution flag. In fact, we've got the full course caution out. Uh, Tani Kothal, our starter, is holding the double flags out at the start line. And that means that we've got someone oh, off. And there's Lucas. the answer. It's Lucas Catania. What a race he had been having from his best ever qualifying and now well and truly mired in the gravel. He's tried to get that out, hasn't he? You can yeah. see where he's been spinning the wheels. Never, never works. It never works. Now, if, yeah, if you stop, just stop. <laughs> half a chance of being pulled out yep. uh, without doing too much damage. But if you dig yourself in and look at the back of that car, he's had a little go, hasn't he? Yep. Stuck it into reverse. The uh, Porsche Cayenne safety vehicle has come to his assistant. Brand new for this round, the Cayenne. That's the uh, Turbo S. And the guys are there already and the Manitou, the Snatch tractor on its way to drag him out of the kitty litter on the final corner. That is corner number 14, Greg. Now that's a really odd trajectory for him to have gone off there. I wonder if he got a bit of help. Well, he, uh, Hardeman Long, those three had been so racing close. each other awfully hard. 
And, uh, you know, whether it was help or whether it just was offline, he got offline a little bit, got into the marbles out there and skated. Uh, we are, we're not sure. I'll guarantee you the guys in the uh, TV truck are looking for a replay, and if we get it, we'll certainly pass it on. But, uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, it almost suggests to me side-by-side yeah. contact the way that he's gone off because you can quite clearly see his trajectory out of the corner there is not uh, a standard one. If there'd been a bit of bump and grind, you might have expected him spinning off, but he's gone straight off there. That, to me, would suggest maybe a side-by-side incident that didn't quite go the way they were expecting. Bad news for Jesse Lazar and Angel Benitez Jr., because that lead that they had built up has evaporated at a moment. And you can quite clearly see there, actually, there's a couple of sets of tracks off the corner just uh, on the bottom to the right-hand side of the picture. Yeah, it almost looks like maybe two cars went yes. off and one was able to save it, huh? Yes, that's, <laughs> that would be my that would be my reading of the runes there, the the trail marking. Exactly. By the way, you were talking about how lucky this is for Skier, especially since he is in the, the top, top 10. ten. And his best lap, a two fifteen one six eight. Just looking at the of the, the grid here. That lap would put him into about 8th or ninth right now uh, on the grid that we have here. So uh, it, way better than where he was yep. uh, at, the, uh, at the start of this race. And more to come, I think, now with this, uh, this caution. He's with that quicker group of cars now. It'll become, obviously, a little more difficult as he gets further up the field. One or two people not just taking enough consideration of what was going on ahead of them and almost... Uh, having to take rather uh, bizarre avoiding action and rather than running into the car in front let's concentrate chaps Elliot Skier in the right motorsports red and white 14 machine he's now right in the middle of the pack sitting in 10th position which is actually 9th in the platinum class because he's still got Jeff Mosing ahead of him who's the gold category leader and he's got David Ducote, who's second in gold, right behind him. Yeah. So Ducote, when this goes green, would love to just follow Elliot Skier. drag him through. Yes, good point. And take him right up past uh, Jay Patel, who's one of the uh, platinum drivers, and get him to Mosing. That's a very good point. If he can just latch onto the back of him, almost needs to get the bungee cord out, doesn't he? <laughs> Try and fasten it to the back of the Porsche in front of him, to the aerofoil. Well, just on half an hour to go then in this ninth round of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama. This has been a brilliant series for the USA and uh, since IMSA introduced it a few years ago now, it has uh, gained in popularity and it's really taken its place in the, I think in the uh, Porsche Cup from around the world, it is really beginning to gain in prestige as well as, as the popularity. It seems funny now to think that... Uh, I remember when it first came onto the, the calendar and onto the schedule, thought might get 15, 20 cars, and it might be people who would enter on a regional basis as it went round to support the big show. And uh, amazingly, well, it was... originally it was, oh, not was, designed as a pro series look, of correct. any kind. Yeah, Absolutely, exactly. and it, wasn't, yeah. it was expected that people wouldn't do the full series. They would drop in and out because of the distances uh, involved in a series like this in the States and it was oversubscribed immediately oh dear that's now, under a caution under a caution we have a spinner the 19 car yeah. uh, going around from third from third position Will Hardeman what's he done there 
Yeah, that was in the uh, – look, did he just overrun turn eight somehow? I mean, I'm not sure exactly how that could have happened. Well, he's lost a huge amount of oh. real estate and yeah. dropped right to the back of the field. Again, I wonder if, you know, people weaving around, you get a little bit distracted. I've seen people loop cars by weaving around. I've seen people run into each other by weaving around. Well, again, he's that, uh, you know, he's got speed, but he's the one that has so little experience of any kind in racing that uh, every time he – he gets in a car, it's a new learning curve for him. I mm. think we're going back to green. The lights are out on the Viper Green Carrera. It pulls off to the right-hand side here at Road America, and with 27 and a half minutes to go, we're going back to green flag racing, and Jesse Lazar and Angel Benitez Jr. in the white and black and yellow machines, respectively, get a great jump on Andrew Longer, who's up into third position after Will Hardeman spun under the caution conditions and spun away a good solid third position on the restart then Lazar Benitez Jr. long Casey Kuhlman in fourth position and here comes Benitez Jr. down the hill into turn three can he get it stopped of course he can he made that look too easy almost as if Jesse Lazar had waved him through. I guarantee you he hadn't. That was a real pass for position. But Angel Benitez Jr. hits the front now as we're working on lap number eight. And uh, here comes Lazar right back at him here. And when uh, Benitez went down the inside in three, Lazar opened it up and tried to diamond the corner and do sort of the over-under move. And I think he was surprised at how much exit speed Benitez had, even from that tight entry. Almost got a shot at him in five, but couldn't quite make it work. And let's see, Elliot Skier, again with Hardeman's issue, is now up into the ninth spot. Probably better than that at this stage. But look at Benitez. Once he went to the front, he has opened it up already by a good five, six car lengths. And Andrew Long now all over the back of Jesse Lazar. Yeah, Andrew Long is the man most likely at the moment. Has seen Jesse Lazar past relatively easily down into three I wonder if he just let the Yokohamas get a little bit cool at the head of the field and just couldn't make the breaking again though live to fight another day still a long way to go in this one 25 and a half minutes there in the pit lane he's the man who was third position that's the Hardeman car and that's up on its jack so has he well, flat spotted the tyres is he well, put, going back to what may have happened with Catani and 14 and the two car marks you wonder maybe he maybe didn't have a, a, a part to play in that cut a tire or something very like that. very good point, Greg. And it finally caught him out, yeah. A very good point indeed. You have a memory that forgets nothing. It's like a steel trap. Jeff Mosing continues to lead the gold category. Now in seventh position, and Jeff will be loving this. His first priority always is to win the gold. But if he can have some fun with some of the platinum boys, particularly in the top ten... That's a even better result for him. It's the oldest chassis in the field for Jeff. The cars are split into age groups, gold and platinum. Gold being the slightly older, and Jeff is the oldest. I guess it just means it's well sorted. It is well sorted, and he knows it well. And he wheels it. There's yeah. no question of that. He's got still Patel uh, behind him and in front of David Ducote in that number six. That is his closest pursuer in that gold class right now. So that's where things sit. How about Elliot Skier? How about sixth? Oh, that'll do. Nicely. That's not too shabby, especially with Lazar now losing the lead. This gets curiouser and curiouser in terms of this points championship. There is a look at Elliot Skier. What a drive. And what's his best lap so far? That still at 215-1. I think he'd like to nip that down to the uh, 
two 14s if he possibly can before this one's out. Yes, something slightly odd there. I thought we'd had a 13 from somebody earlier. Oh, yes, we did. We had a 13-4, didn't we, from Jesse Lazar. Mm -hmm, that's a uh, lap. That is a lap. But he was at the head of the field at that time with nobody in front of him. That was lap number five, and we're on lap number nine at the moment. And it's Benitez Jr. pulling away and doing it relatively easily, hitting his marks. The car does not look to be sliding around. Doesn't look to be throwing at the corners. He's really just smoothing everything out and making this 14 corner 4.1 mile near enough circuit here at Road America making it as one ribbon of tarmac just flowing one into the next that's exactly what you have to do you've got to get the rhythm battles further down the field we'll see Elliot Skier who was put at the back of the field for infractions in qualifying his car underweight and so his qualifying disallowed he's fought himself from 24th position with the help of this uh, yellow flag or the previous yellow flag period up to 6th but he has done a lot of that on his own pace as well that number 1-4 Elliot Skier then 15-1 uh, his best time and last time around oh no make that a 14-5 so he's picked up a little bit of space 15-14-5-2-5 yeah, turn 1 you've really got to be committed through there in these cars and Benitez Jr. and Lazar is Lazar coming back on he form is. again exactly as we saw earlier just doesn't start off the laps perhaps quite as quickly as everybody else but then give him a couple of laps and he's back in his stride and if anything he's closing down just a tiny bit on Jesse Lazar here as both of them are drawing away yes. from Andrew Long and the rest of the field another really heads up drive from our Masters uh, runaway points leader Casey Coleman uh, he always, you know, he says, I, I go for overall podiums. He goes, I love being, you know, a master's driver, but I love getting it up mixing with, with these young guys, and he does it constantly. Yeah, and he likes this place as well. Oh, doesn't he? Had yeah. some great results in here in the past. Yeah. Everybody Diablo likes Creole, this yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, nobody dislikes it. Well, yeah, somebody had a great interview earlier that said, nobody says, nah, I'm not really looking forward to going to Road America. <laughs> That's just not a phrase you hear. No, you really don't. 21 and a half minutes then still to run we're on lap number 10 Angel Benitez Jr. by just eight tenths of a second with Jesse Nazar back on form and putting in some decent laps Andrew Long in third position is a couple of seconds back with Casey Kuhlman in the 1-5 and then the 6-0 Santiago Creel the Mexico coloured car actually no he's in the white car this weekend isn't he as Elliot Skier is up to sixth position. That's the red front and the white number 14. Jeff Mosing flashes through with the rhubarb and custard coloured car. The yellow and uh, dark maroon. And he's leading the gold category up in uh, eighth position now as Michael Shine's just uh, gone by him. And that means uh, Jay Patel is only between him and David Ducote, who's second in the gold category. So we'll keep an eye on that as that develops. David Ducote would love to get on terms with Jeff Mosey. Oh, boy. Look at these two laps from our leaders. Benitez at 2.13.9, Lazar wow. 2.13.7 as he trims it. Then everybody else into the 14s. So these two leaders are doing it once again. John, just starting to ease away from the rest of the field. 
And Elliot Skier, another fastest lap for him, 2.14.262. Now, why is that important? Because he had his qualifying cancelled because the car was underweight. So that doesn't just lose him his starting position for the first race because you also set your qualifying for the second race in either the qualifying or in the first race, whichever is the quicker. Well, seeing as though he had no time in qualifying, his qualifying here has got to be better. But the quicker he can get and a little bit of clear air would be good for him now he'll be further up the grid for round number 10 the second round here at road america this weekend yeah that lap time woo benitez running wide out of seven uh, that lap time hard. for skier would put him about eighth uh on today's grid and uh whoa benitez again locked overshoots up. it you could hear it couldn't you yeah locked up into eight and lazar tried the outside but that's tough to do in the carousel now he's cutting underneath no no what no no, no oh they touch coming out of the carousel Brilliant. have you ever seen that happen here before i've been coming here for 16 years you for a lot longer greg i've not seen two guys at full speed racing change places on the second part of the carousel effectively what's called turn 10 because it's nine and ten obviously it's a constant radius corner but that i've not seen done before that required skill judgment and really, an awful lot of class from both of those drivers. Oh, cooperation, yeah. Well, I, you know, you've seen places change in the carousel, but I've never seen an over-under done mid-corner. That's just remarkable. And Jesse Lazar able to do it. And uh, I'll tell you, just that light touch, you know, that's, that's a little bit, it's just a little bit of rubbing. That's no big deal. It wasn't hard contact. And uh, Lazar is through. And you know he's on a mission because that crew's telling him, Skier, up to fifth. Skier's on the move. You've got to go. And as soon as Benitez made that little error down to turn eight, you could hear it. And I think that all happened. It started with him dropping those lefts as he exited turn Correct. seven, got a little bit of dirt on those tires. It just skated on him down at eight. And Lazar pounced, man. That was opportunistic, superb stuff. When you have a circuit that's so quick here, uh, small errors have big consequences. Yes. Elliot Skier now in behind Casey Kilman. Skier up into fifth, and then Andrew Long's just ahead of him. He, just as you would be if you were sitting at home on the video game doing one of those challenges where you've got to pass everything before the end of a number of laps, he's going, I can get this one, I can get these two, I can get these two if I get this one. And he's already thinking, he's not thinking about fifth, he's thinking about third. Down the inside into turn number five, and Casey Kuhlman doesn't make it too hard for Elliot Skier, so he's off now in pursuit of the third place man Andrew Long and then that's a step on the podium from the back of the grid for Elliot Skier and I guarantee you now he's already got that position in his mind with 17 minutes still to go. Well and Elliot and Casey both run for Wright Motorsports and I think Casey that was a gentlemanly move I don't think he was just going to wave him through but when Elliot got the run and came down the inside I think Casey, looking at big pictures, said, I'm, I'm racing for platinum championships. Elliot, this young man, is racing not just for a platinum, or for a master's championship. For Casey, Elliot's not just racing for a platinum championship. He's racing for a career and a future. And I think Casey said, well, you got the run. I'm certainly not going to squeeze a teammate and let him through. Now, Elliot, one is in attack wow. mode on Andrew Long, and this is an opportunity for him now to really throw down that fast lap. Yeah, a couple of the big mega teams, uh, Kelly Moss Racing, NGT, we've talked about. No right motorsports uh, this weekend, Greg, uh, here, I noticed. Yes? Oh, yeah, in, in force, actually. Yeah. Uh, they got a number of cars. Uh, basically, Coleman, Elliott Skier, Creel, Shine, all running for right motorsports. Excellent.
So they got uh, yeah, we got all the mega teams here, and that's yeah. what makes it special. That's one of the things about this championship is it, it isn't just the drivers that have embraced it, but these teams that have come up and said this is a place for us to really compete. Yeah, through they go. Just over 16 minutes to go as they cross the line to start lap number 13. Jesse Lazar by a second. 1.1 seconds. You see, you make a little mistake. How long is it going to take you to actually make that back? As the 47 car of Andrew Long has got Hoving in the view now. They see, as, as much as Jesse, uh, excuse me, as Elliot Skier has already put himself mentally in third position, Andrew Long now has seen him coming. He'll know who it is because he'll have been told by his team. And he knows this is a front-running car. Now, what he's got to do is not drive in his mirrors and start defending before he needs to. Because if he does that, he's going to make Elliott's job of getting back to him so much easier. Exactly. And you do run that uh, of that issue sometimes, don't you? Especially when you're you know, not real experienced and uh, you start thinking about it too much and you start shallowing up your entry. And, of course, that just slows you down uh, those key mid and corner exits that are so crucial here at Road America and uh, Andrew Long seems to be dealing with it okay, a little bit of brake lock up again down at 8 but uh, he was just right on that threshold uh, didn't exceed it that time through and Andrew doing a nice job and he's got a lot of laps around this place, uh, Andrew does as I talked about just uh, one here in June at the prestigious June Sprints uh, won his class and uh, a class that he's won a national championship in well, Jesse Lazier has found his form over the last three or four laps. Uh, last time around, a 13-7 against a best of a 13-4. And that is the fastest lap on the track, by the way. And I think he's got the two fastest laps on the track at the moment, at least, because his last lap around a 13-7 is still quicker than the next best of Angel Benitez Jr., which is a 13-8. Meantime, Elliot Skier needs to... If he can get by Andrew Long... The good news for Elliot Skier is there's a bit of a gap back to the leaders. Now, why is that good news? Because he's got a chance to put a fast lap in. Exactly. And effectively, he's got to do a qualifying lap. The moment he gets past Andrew Long, if he gets past uh, Andrew Long, because I mean, Andrew's not just going to give it to him, but they're pretty close together as they go by us down towards turn one, maybe just a little far back this time around. Well, you know that Elliot, uh, he's probably used that car up a lot. True. Coming from dead last now up into, uh, really, to me, an amazing four spot. Just a great drive. But to do that, you've got to push those tires, the brakes, the whole thing. And uh, we'll see what he's got at the end of this one. And the double zero of Patel now has gone around Mosing, but he still has Baker and Pelichewski between himself and David Ducote. So I think Jeff right now very wisely aware of what's going on and not uh, trying to, to race too much with Patel just keep hitting his marks and he knows Dakota's three four cars behind him yeah and that is uh, David Baker and Bill Palachewski have got by David Dakota David uh, just hovering outside the top 10 at the moment while Jeff Morsing is just on the inside of it at ninth so cars between them and that's good news for our gold class leader the Time ticks down to 12 and three-quarter minutes. And that around here with a two and a quarter, pretty much second-minute uh, lap, means that you're not going to get a whole host of laps here. No. You really have to make the best of your time out there here at Road America. Everybody seeming just, just locking up the inside front. I think it's the unloaded tyre as they come down the hill to eight. Just hearing the odd squeal of tortured Yokohama rubber. 
And there is orange. More, yes, and there is more rubber in it, of course, because of that orange oil that's added to natural rubber to make it more conducive to a racing tyre. Often thought to be too hard nowadays, natural rubber to make racing tyres out of. And, of course, then you start having to talk about synthetics, which is not as easy to recycle. Well, Yokohama have got around that problem by cleverly adding this uh, orange oil from Orange Peel that, that has been used in other parts of the fruit industry. I want to know where that idea, who first oh, yeah. posted that idea, and it's like, yeah, let's mix some orange oil into the tires and just see what happens. Yeah, or did they start Voila. with other things? <laughs> yeah, exactly. the same way. I want to, I'm going to mix in it's jam. Cranberry juice. Yeah, yeah or exactly. string. Or, oh, huge slide coming Whoa. out of the final corner. And that is a massive save. Is that Skier's car? He's managed to get a back hold of it. No, it was a little I further was, back down the field. I think that may have been Baker. Yeah, I think you're yep. right. Tenth position he was. And David Baker with the red bumper on the back. Just lost the back end. The Yokohama tyres giving him just enough grip, though, to get it back. And he did everything right. Coming out to turn 14, gets on the power, watch the back end go. I've got it, I've got it. I've, oh, I've hit the curb, I don't got it. But here's the clever bit, he doesn't break there. If he breaks at the point when he's on the grass, Greg, yep. he's in the wall. Yeah, absolutely, that was a brilliant save. What happened, he missed the apex, John, and he got in the, those left side tires, got into the marbles building up out there, just could never get it turned. And it just rotated around. But, then, yeah, the great reaction. You know, sometimes you make a mistake, but how you recover from it tells a lot. He did a great job. And, by the way, here, Jesse Lazar has just turned a couple of laps that are a good three, four-tenths quicker than Angel Benitez. And he's ballooned his margin up here to almost two seconds right now. And Elliot Skier, his last couple of laps have not been as quick as Andrew Long. Uh, he just turned a 214.29 to Long's 13.9. And uh, so I think maybe what we were talking about has come home to roost. I think Elliot may have taken a little bit too much out of the car in his charge to the front to be able to do much with it right now. Mm -hmm. And he's dropped off from Long. Still has Coleman a safe distance astern. Uh, so he's not worried about racing him at this point. But uh, Long has been able to uh, just pace him a little bit here. Yeah, and still, even after all this racing, we've got just under 10 minutes to go, Greg, and, and that's when you realise just how much concentration has to go into these 45-minute Porsche GT 3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama races. They are, they are man-sized races, there's no doubt about it. They are not for people who... This is not a sprint race. People would say that it's a sprint race, and you will drive it like a sprint race. But this is not a little dash around your local circuit. This is Road America and 45 minutes, and there's another spin. And this time, it's the 18 that's gone around. John Getz, one of the Masters Platinum drivers. He was well up as well. Yeah, Just knocking on the door of the top 10 a few moments ago. Canada corner this time, the action area. Ooh, just right as he came out of Canada, got up on those curves a little bit more aggressively than he planned, I think, right as he was going to throttle, and that'll bounce you right into a spin. Uh, and that was a pretty decent uh, piece of avoidance by the NGT car behind it, which... That's young Lucas Catani who had yeah. that, that moment early in his yes. now. He, too, is fighting his way back through the pack. He must think it's not his day. Clearly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Good crowd here at Road America as we are watching the closing stages of the ninth round of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. Jesse Lazar, after a little wobble, 
Uh, didn't quite get the restart that he wanted and give up the lead for a lap or so to Angel Benitez Jr. But he's back in charge now and in charge to the tune of 2.3 seconds over the 0-5 of Angel Benitez Jr. I think an over-under pass midway through the carousel just juiced him up. I, I think, think, I right. think it really lit the fuse on his confidence. Third position, Andrew Long is the man under pressure at the moment from Elliot Skier, who has completed at the moment a remarkable drive back a mere 20 places he has made up with the help of just one relatively short full course caution he's ahead of Casey Kilman who's the best of our Masters runners in the Platinum category and then Michael Shane uh, in the uh, Michael Shane in the 7th position in the 16 car Jay Patel in 8th position in the double zero Jeff Mosing leads the gold category in ninth, and the top 10 is made up by Platinum driver in the 74 car, car William Pelachewski. And there's another off. And again, people just beginning to lose their focus. The 24 car that time around. Taking to the grass. Joe Catania gets back on without hopefully too much damage. As Jeff Mosing is looking at the back of Jay Patel's car coming out of the final corner. And heading up the hill. He's got a very good run. The older, slightly narrower car pulls out of the slipstream side by side. Nothing between them as they went across the line. And Jeff's done it. That's a lovely manoeuvre. Now he's got to hang on to it. He's gone th on the racing line through turn one. Let's see if he holds on to the back end. He does, doesn't even cross the white line. That's his super driving by our gold category leader, Jeff Morsing, as he heads down into turn three. Well, and you said the key word there. There's not a lot of difference between the power plants in these cars, but it may be older, but narrower, a mm. little less aggressive error, which means less draggy. He played that to absolute perfection, used what's the strong suit of that car here is the straight line speed due to being a little bit more slippery than these platinum cars and then was able to hang on as you said once you get into the braking zone where the downforce on the newer platinum cars uh, really comes into play was able to fend him off and that's huge because now that has put not only Patel but Pelichewski back uh, the two more cars between he and Dakota who had cleared Baker after Baker's big lured slide in 14 uh, now he's got a buffer again of two cars. And Jeff Mosing has been busy today driving in the qualifying session for this, then driving in uh, the Continental Tire Sports Car Challenge race and finishing on the podium. So he's got a lot of track time here, and I think he's just really feeling pretty zoned in with this track right now, and it is showing. But, uh, again, Benitez just continues to lose a tick here, a tick there, although he made up a tenth that last lap on Lazar. And Andrew Long hanging on in third, and he's been able to find a tenth here and there now over Elliot Skier, who I think has just used up as much yeah. car as he can. And uh, what Elliot does not want to do now is push too hard and throw away this hard-earned fourth and those points Take that points. come with it. You bet. Absolutely. You, it's, it's, you know, you're sitting on 18. There's no need to draw another card right here. Sit there and let the others do their worst. And he did improve his best lap to a 214 flat, so that's doing that's, nothing but helping him. That is that is the smart thing to do at the moment. If he doesn't think he can get through Andrew Long, even drop himself back a little way if he needs to. Casey Kilman is a couple of seconds further back. Just cool off the Yorkahamas for a lap and then start doing qualifying laps. And he can see if he can get just a tad 
quicker than that 14. If he could get down into a 13, there, there is 13s in the track at this time of day. I've no doubt about that. In fact, the top three drivers, Andrew Long, Angel Benitez Jr. and uh, the fastest man on the circuit, uh, Jesse Lazar, have all done 13s. 13, 4, 13, 8 and 13, 9 for first, second and third. Yeah, and I think now that Lazar's got that margin up to about two and a half seconds to Benitez, uh, he's backing it off just a tick. Uh, it's his first lap in a while. It hasn't been a 2.13. He's been running consistent 2.13.9s, and this one now a 2.14.1 the last time by. And I think he now knows with three and a half minutes uh, uh, thereabouts left in this with that big margin, uh, you don't want to slow up too much because that's when you start making mistakes. You get Correct. out of that rhythm and the like, but you can still back it off just a tick and just uh, give yourself that little bit of a margin. But Andrew Long is continuing to just throttle things here. One, because uh, he wants to be close enough should anything happen to Lazar Benitez, and also he wants to make sure Skier stays well behind. Jesse Lazar then has just three and a half minutes to hold on to the lead of round number nine of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama and take the points for the win. Angel Benitez Jr., what a return to the championship it's been for this young man and I wonder, I just wonder if he's kicking himself now that he didn't take up the offer that he had at the beginning of the season earlier because it was there. He was worried that he couldn't dovetail it with his other racing commitments and then realised pretty early on that it could be done, but by then he'd missed, what, uh, four or five rounds of the championship. Exactly. And that's a big ask to come back from there. He certainly has given it a go. Oh. Been impressive, for sure. One of the more experienced drivers in the category. True. Again, the, the, the 2012 gold champ. And then 2013, second with five wins. 2014, second, uh, excuse me, third with uh, five wins. Uh, 2014, second with five wins, and that was more wins than anybody else in the series. He had a couple of finishes a little bit farther down the order that kept him out of the championship hunt. Uh, the guy's got a ton of experience. Jeff Morsing going down into turn one now is still holding the lead in the gold runners. Jay Patel behind him for a wee moment now in one of the Kelly Moss racing cars and Mosing's got to be a bit careful here, those guys have swapped and changed and had good battles down through the season so far, they find themselves in the same sort of area, bottom end of the top 10 or in the early teens so they'll know them, their racing lines and uh, the racing etiquette between the two drivers and uh, Got to say that David Decote has got past David Baker and has only got Wild Bill, Will Palachewski and Jay Patel now between himself and the leader. But I fear that time is running out for him and for Jesse Lazar. But two very different thoughts there. David Decote <laughs> will want another 10 minutes and Jesse Lazar will want the last minute to disappear very quickly indeed. Oh, and Patel's gone back around Mosing, but I think Mosing, he understands here that that's a different class Correct. car, and if, if Patel is going to force the issue, Mosing's just going to wave him through and say go, but Mosing would like to keep that buffer uh, between himself and Dakota just as a measure of protection, but uh, Jeff also understands that big picture, and if, uh, if Patel's racing really hard, you don't want to have him come through, hit you, knock you off track, and lose uh, this win. White flag we're anticipating up the hill this time for Jesse Lazar as he continues to stretch that margin out 
Uh, at least he did last lap. It's now officially over two and a half seconds as he flashes through. White flag in the air. Benitez comes by, and that margin is ballooned up from two and a half to 2.9. So Lazar is on it, and Benitez, I think, resigned to this second place unless something happens. So as time is about to expire, the leader is on his final four-mile tour of this gorgeous circuit. The battles continue for position. Jeff Morsing has got the gold class one here, but he's determined to keep having a go at Jay Patel. Absolute carbon copy manoeuvre of what we saw early on. Drag him up the hill, get past him, and then you're in position. Oh, this time Patel goes down the inside. Is he going to get the double zero car stopped? I don't think he is. Expect him to exit stage left and through. Well, well, side by side. That was a great save by Patel. It was a great save by Patel, and you could see Mosing was sideways as he was pinching the exit of, of one not to get into Patel. Look at Wild Bill. Exactly. Wild Bill Pachewski coming on the 74 car, and these four are battling for eighth position. David DeCourty will see this happening up ahead and be cursing himself. He's not a couple of hundred yards further up the road. Patel down the inside. Pachewski's finally through into five. And Jeff Morsey. Jeff, you're winning the gold class, man. Just ease it. Ease it back. I think he did that time. He let Pelichewski yeah. go through, just cut down behind him again for exactly what you're saying. But I was going to say, Patel's got to be wondering, how is he always coming by me on the front straight? Mm -hmm. And it's simple. I've been watching it for the last few laps. Patel is turning in way too early for 14. Mosing swings out, plants that throttle, gets that narrower car on full song and just is able to drive by him. Uh, so Patel just needs to look at a little tape here, and he's going to figure out he can be a lot faster through 14, and Lazar about to get to 14. Jesse Lazar comes to the final corner of what will be his 20th and final lap, and he will take top points in the ninth round of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. And look who's third. Elliot Skier has gone ahead of <sighs> Andrew Long on the last lap, coming back from 24th position. The win goes to Lazar. Benitez Jr. settles, I believe, for second. But the real story, driving up from the back of the grid to third and a step on the podium, is the 14 points leader coming into this weekend at Road America. Elliot Skier had his qualifying times disallowed due to a technical infraction the car being underweight started at the back and at the end of 45 minutes has only two cars ahead 22 places made up just an amazing run for Elliot Skier and more to the point he's now got a qualifying time because you can take your race fastest lap from this one into the second qualifying if it was better as he was disqualified, that leaves him with no other choice than to take the 2.14.0. And that will put him, I think, somewhere inside the top 10, provided he's allowed to keep that time. Remarkable stuff by Elliot Skier, and not a mark on his car. Yeah, that was just an amazing race. He did get the help with the yellow, but he, had, he was in position when that yellow came Correct. to make that work. And that came from some very hard work up to that yellow. He went from 24th to 10th before that caution even came out, John. Correct. Got a little bit of help, but not much. Uh, congratulations also should go to our gold class winner, Jeff Mosing. With the Mosing Motor Cars entered 9-11. The car with the most history in the field. 2010 vintage, that uh, car. Marvellous 
piece of work and just goes to show that uh, you don't have to have the best equipment it is certainly the driver that makes the difference Jeff Morsing then in the top 10 so let's uh, recap the result for you of this ninth round of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yungahama it's another win for Jesse Lazar and by three seconds on Angel Benitez Jr tried hard, been a fabulous start coming from grid three down the inside did lead for a wee while after the restart but Jesse Lazar after a couple of uh, slow laps to get his Yokohamas back up to temperature, relative terms that of course, pulled off an audacious manoeuvre in the middle and to the exit of the carousel to retake the lead Benitez Jr then for second Elliot Skier driving up into third position from the very back of the grid and the number 14 car what a drive and there is not a mark on that car as they head into pit lane it's Kelly Moss Racing who will take the plaudits for Jesse Lazar Honourable mentions for David Tocote, second in GT3, just outside the top 10 in 11th position. Also to Casey Kuhlman, the best of the Masters class uh, platinum runners in 5th position. That was a very good run indeed. Hank Budgen, the car chief, gave... Jesse Lazar, a very good Porsche today, and he did his best with it. So that ends our coverage then of the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama, and the ninth round has been taken by Jesse Lazar comfortably in the end after just one full course caution when he lost the lead for a wee while to fast starting Angel Benitez Jr. off grid three down the inside in an audacious manoeuvre at the start of the race Elliot Skier coming through from the back to take the third place on the podium in the gold category Jeff Morsing in the top 10 and wins gold from David Ducote in second place just a couple of seconds between them at the end but Jeff was controlling that one pretty well and in third place in the gold Mark Yano had a quiet race 15th overall but will stand on the gold podium Casey Kerman, our Masters winner in Platinum, and Jeff Morsing, the Masters winner in the Gold category. That's the first of two events here for 45-minute challenges for the Porsches this weekend. And, of course, you'll hear the second one all live here on IMSA Radio. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.